everybody, it's Shannon. Welcome back to my channel. Um, as you know, I recently started a YouTube channel. It kind of features a hodgepodge of everything. I'm kind of figuring out, you know, what I want to do with it. So bear with me, okay? Like, I don't have it figured out. Yes, I might post like a slutty clothing haul and I might post like, <laughs> I don't know, like whatever random thing I'm thinking about. But um, one thing I do want to do is just like make sure that I'm putting out the content that I feel like putting out um, as I'm figuring it out. You know, like once you kind of have your your channel kind of voice, it's hard to pivot. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I actually have an opportunity to just kind of do whatever I want. So in this video, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. I'm going to be reviewing a show. Um, and I won't say reviewing, I really just want to like talk about it, fangirl about it, like get people's thoughts about it. Um, because it's a show that I don't really get to talk to a lot of people about because it's really, really under the radar in terms of um, popularity. So it's called Search Party. Um, and it is a show that originally aired on TBS, which again is one of those channels that just doesn't get a lot of love. Like people didn't, don't consider TBS or they didn't consider TBS and they did a whole rebrand and like went for more edgier comedies and they were all really, really good. Um, but that being said, this show just didn't get a lot of love like up front in terms of ratings but i think everyone who was involved with that show from the production to the writers to the studios knew that it was gold and like was the ship so if you don't know this this show originally aired in 2016 um it's in its fourth season now so this will be reviewing portions of the fourth season i'm not going to go back into season one season two season three niggas can just watch that on their own time <laughs> but i will be referencing things from season one through three so if you don't want to get spoiled just like exit like exit left is okay um anyways so season three oh no <laughs> that already ended um season three was the shit by the way like it was the ish period okay <laughs> like I'm someone who people are always like, oh, that's funny. Oh, you should watch that. That's funny. Oh, this show was funny. And I watched them and I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not even going to say the names of the shows because people are going to come for me and think I have something negative to say about like, whatever. But I'm just saying like, most shows do not make me laugh. I'm cold as fucking ice. Stone Cold Steve fucking Austin. Like, I don't have a funny bone with most comedies. Um, but Search Party's different. Season three was, like, one of the funniest things I've ever seen on TV as an adult. Not as a teenager or a kid, because everyone laughs at everything when they're a teenager and a kid. But, like, as an adult in, like, the last 10 years, it's one of the only shows that makes me laugh out loud. Um, and, yes, I've watched your show. I've watched your show that you think is super funny and no I don't think it's that funny I'm sorry <laughs> anyways uh season four let's talk about season four actually season four is it's interesting because I actually don't think it's that laugh out loud funny like the way season three was but it's still very humorous and has a lot of comedy elements still um but I'll just get into the episodes 
HBO Max chunks them out one through three. And the first three episodes, I will say, are pretty wild and off the the beaten path of what they've typically done. And I hate to say that because they do have, a, the writers really know how to pivot the, the story so it's not stale. The, the storytelling is always changing every season. But I will say this is a, the strongest deviation from what they've originally done um there's a lot of like it's it's very stationary that's one thing i noticed like there's a lot of like things there's there's only so many locations it's not um there's not as many like there actually are quite a bit of tertiary characters but like it feels the world feels a little bit smaller because of how it's been set up um with Dory being kidnapped and trapped. So the first episode starts with her trapped. Um, we find out she's been kidnapped by the twink. Um, and, the, <laughs> and the twink has her captive and his, I assume, aunt who he's killed or mother, like someone's home. And it kind of felt lined a studio apartment or one bedroom apartment made out of cushion and pillows and that's where Dory is being held captive and um he you know wants nothing more than just be best friends you know like he's clearly psychotic um like a reimagining of like leave Britney alone that guy like he's that guy like times 10 magnify the crazy um so season one, season three, four, episode one starts with Dory trapped. Um, it opens funny with like the rivers in the heart. He's singing it while he has her trapped in his car. Um, the gang is sort of like coming to terms with the fact that Dory has apparently left for Paris and they're kind of left to their own devices, figuring out like navigating life post-trial. Um, Drew's working at an amusement park. Portia's vying for a role in the reimagining of the movie. Elliot is kind of going down his, like, I wouldn't even call it a downward spiral. I would say, like, a natural progression into coming into his conservativeness. Um, and even though he's not conservative per se, he has the the lack of morals. So he kind of goes wherever the the attention goes um so he's on the news show and kind of going further and further down that that path but so the first two episodes i was just like a little bit disoriented i was like what's going on like what is this <laughs> like i was just like why is drew having a furry costume like why is this you know it just felt very disorienting but I still liked both of the first the first two episodes because I knew like what it was driving to. I knew it was like all gonna come to a head, and they were laying some like really good groundwork for what I haven't watched the four through six episodes, but just how episode three left off, I'm like, okay, like shit's getting really real. So into the first episode, I can't actually remember what happens. Um, I think we come to terms with Dory, like this is her status quo for the time being. Um, see episode two, I keep seeing, saying season, episode two of season four, um, we just see the world kind of ran, wrap, like 
racket, ratchet up. Um, Dory's becoming more desperate. She's trying to find ways to escape. It's not working. She's she's clearly just, um, you know, grasping at straws. And then the last scene of the second episode, she finds kind of her out. So the guy, the twink has been feeding her nuggets. And then all of a sudden he changes her diet to chicken with the bone in. So when she finished eating the bone, she breaks her teeth on the bone and realizes that the bone is sharp at the end. And she's already discovered that there's ceiling around the window in the shower and she can escape through the shower. She can like get that um, cut open. So she devises a plan um, in the third episode to escape. And she fucking does. Like, she does. And, like, we're like, fucking yes. Like, yes, bitch. Run. Run through the forest. Run. Um, And <laughs> let's just go back to the gang real quick. Um, Drew's secret is discovered he's been lying about his past to kind of escape it like he loves to do because that's just who he is he doesn't confront shit he just kind of hides from shit um he confesses and um whatever like whatever i don't know and then he you know i don't then it doze out but like i glaze over a part at the end of episode three where he finds I think he looks at Dory's, he looks at Dory's Instagram, I think, and he sees the post, the fake post that the twink posted about her being in Paris, and he notices that she's wearing his shirt, um, and then I think that sends the clue that that's the Photoshop, that's what I gathered, I need to go back and watch that part again. And then Elliot starts to get pieced together when um, he rails against gayness on the show. And then the guys who were, and he says, like, someone died because, you know, they were gay, basically. Or someone gay killed somebody at his gay wedding. So that's why gay is bad. And the wedding planners basically was like, you're a liar. That guy didn't die. The twink did not die. He's still out there. Um, so fuck you. And then Elliot's like, wait, that guy's still alive. The crazy guy. Um, and then I don't know if Dora, 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 Portia got a clue that Dory was. Usually they do these things in threes. Like each one of them gets their own clue. But I don't know. I can't remember if. Portia got her own clue that Dory was not where she was, but was actually probably missing. So let's go back to Dory. She escapes, which is running for her life through the woods, feet on hypothermia. Nighttime, she finds a house, fuck, like there's no, there's, there's no one. She actually sees a car. The car comes up. You know, I'm thinking it's the twink. It's not. It's a black guy. He's like, I'm like, yes, okay. But you knew something was going to go, you know, you knew Ish was not going to fly. Um, 
you could just look at the minutes left and you're like, mm, there's something else going on. And then, <laughs> so he's talking to Dory. At first, I thought it was going to be a hallucination. Like she had been hallucinating and it was actually the guy. Um, he, you know, she was suffering from hypothermic shock and it was actually the guy taking him back her back to the house but it wasn't it was actually the guy the the black man was real but he started no, notice like he recognized her he's like where are you from where are you what are you from and then he recognizes her from the girl from the trial he's like i knew you were innocent he loses control of the car they flip over pretty much fucking like he looks, I think he's dead. Dory's fucking unconscious. And then the next morning she comes to and look who drives up. He's found them. He's going to take Dory back. Um, that's how it ends. And the funny, the funniest thing about that episode is because I got my fiance to watch it with me. He's watched it in the past, but he has a really bad memory. He's like, did I watch it? I'm like, yes, bitch. Like, you watched it. You watched, like, four episodes with me before. But he hasn't seen it in years, basically. Um, And he watched that. That was his first episode, and he couldn't remember anything. He doesn't know anything about the show, basically, now. And he starts, the episode starts off, he's like, he's like, what do you have me watching? What am I watching? What is this? What do you have me watching? He's like, yeah, I have no interest in the show, but I'll watch it, I guess. And I'm like, fuck. I'm not watching it. Like, fuck you. Like, you have no taste. Like, I hate you. But I was like, okay, we'll watch it. And then by the end of it, he's like, no, I can't believe she always is Like, he was all in at the end of it. And it was so funny. Uh, it was funny. It was. Um, so I'm actually going to wait to watch the next few episodes with him because he actually enjoyed it. And we need TV to watch together. So. Anyways, if you watch the first three episodes of it, um, comment below. Let me know your thoughts. Justice for Cassidy Diamond, who, like, is the best character on TV or was the best character on TV in season three. I just had to plug that. Shout out to Shalita Grant for killing that role. Um, and, yeah, I would love to hear people's thoughts. I was gonna do a clubhouse about this, but I'm like, fuck club clubhouse. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like being like you know that weirdness. It's like a weird dissonance for me. Like it's one thing for me to just be talking to a camera and have total attention on me. It's another thing to talk about something with other people and being observed. And it's another thing where like. I feel like when you're having conversations with strangers, you're always just trying to like get in the right, I don't know, conversational rhythm. And I feel like a lot of people are always trying to compete to seem more profound. And that's the thing that Clubhouse annoys me with. Like, it's just like this desperation to always seem profound. Like if you were, you aren't in, I'm going on the rant about Clubhouse, but if you're not in like the ratchet rooms where everyone's just ratchet and ghetto, um, and no offense to ghetto, I love it, but like those are more fun. But like, if you're not ratchet, um, then everybody's like trying to be more profound than they actually are, and I just I don't like it. And I was like, no, I'm not doing anything on Clubhouse, I'm over it. So I'm on YouTube.
let me know your thoughts about season three so far. Do not spoil season four through six in the comment section, please do not. Um, and that's all for today. Um, anyways, I, I hope to do this again. I think I will do episodes four. Did I say seasons four through six? Do not spoil episodes four through six in the comments. And I'll be back next week to talk about episodes four through six because I'm probably going to watch them tomorrow. I might even space it out. And then I don't really like do this like in a scheduled way like I should. So this will come when it comes. But anyways, like and subscribe and I will catch you next time.